can you tell me what is going on here and what is the name of the place where we are? Um, we are in the center of Strop. Yeah, it's office. Cafe for mm -hmm. food. Mm -hmm. People, they came here. We are just moving around, going to, around to Amstrop, and the, the, he's showing us around what is going on in Amstrop. So we are in the floor number one. The Lady Radio, Radio Paul, with you, Sapanshi, Radio Jesser, Radio Gaskoherka, The Bridge Radio. Hi everybody, my name is Shakira and this is Bridge Radio and uh, we came to Amstrop to talk with people in Amstrop. So we have two gentlemen here and they will tell us what is their name and I have my colleague who is Nana and um, Aranza. So we came here to talk with people in Amstrop. So we are sitting in front of uh, Amstrop uh, deportation camp. And it is these uh, red buildings that are surrounding us with made out of red bricks. And we are in a kind of a parking lot just in front of the main entrance. Uh, and a bus just came to that where you can go to Roskilde. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. No, not to Roskilde, go to Vibeshilen. Mm. And okay. if you want to go to Copenhagen, you can take a train. We are going to do an interview with some people you just met, Shakira that are sitting in the sun right next to where we are sitting? Yeah. Yes, I am Emmanuel Bismana Butoy from Burundi. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been here in Amstrup? Uh, almost 10 months now. How long have you been in Denmark? Uh, three years almost, mm -hmm. yeah. Which other camps have you been staying in since you arrived? Uh, this, is, this is my seventh camp. Uh, before I came here, yeah. mm. all the camps. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I started from the camp called uh, Nestville, that was a uh, tent camp. From Nestville, I was transferred to a, a camp called uh, Soleste. Mm -hmm. Soleste, then I was transferred also to uh, Sonnebo. From Sonnebo to Grunel Leblanc in Yaring. Then from Yaring to uh, Ranom. Mm. Ranom here. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot of different places yes. in three years. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know what's the reason, but most of, uh, most of them, they used to say it's because now we are going to close the camp. We have to... We have got to, to transfer all the people because the camp is going to be closed how do you um, how do you see see this camp uh since you came here yeah it's okay mm -hmm. yeah it's okay as long as this this is i think is my last camp they say i'm going to be deported and it's all right okay. yeah it's a yeah they call this is a so most people who are here in this camp they're in the situation that they are waiting deportation or how is it M most of the people when i talk to the people here in the camp most of them they are not satisfied with with the decision mm. of migration because most of them they say they have uh they they, they they are not cooperating with the police 
So if you don't cooperate with the police, you will be transferred to another camp, which is prison-like, like Shell's Mark, Ika, and uh, stuff like that, yes. That is what the staff and the police say, that if you don't collaborate or cooperate with the police, you will be moved. Of course, that's what they don't say, they do. Yes, if you don't cooperate, most people are being shifted. And how do you see it affecting people who are here? Uh, I, I talked to a certain woman, uh, she had been living in uh, uh, Shellsmark. She said, uh, that is a really prison. You see, it, it has affected me psychologically. No, I don't, I don't feel very good psychologically because mm. it's a camp. And she had, I mean, she has a kid, one kid. Mm. You see, she's living here now. She said, that is a real jail. They don't want to go there. No. But if you don't cooperate with the police, you will find yourself there. Mm. Yeah. And what does it mean to co- to collaborate with the police? What do you have to do to do that? Uh, I just don't understand what does that mean. Except me too, I don't understand. Because me too, I was told by the, the first interview, I was told by the police, you have got to collaborate with us. You've got to cooperate with us. But the word cooperation, I just don't understand. What do you do in order to cooperate with the police? They say, the police say, cooperation means that if we need you, if we call you, you've got to come. But for me, I think cooperation means you have to agree that you want to go back home. Mm. To me, that is what it means. If you want to go back home, that is the cooperation they want. But more like specifically, what is it that they want you to do to say, okay, you are collaborating or cooperating? Just in case they, they call you, they want to talk to you, you must be there. Anytime they need you, you have to be there to show up that you're there. Mm. I think. I think so. For me to say about cooperation, I think if... Uh, if you're asylum, you've been rejected. As a person who have been rejected, mm. I I feel like cooperation. It's when you, when they take you to your embassy, you go. They take you to the consulate, you go. They take you everywhere. You cooperate with them. You don't deny to go with them. You sign their papers, yeah. the signature, and everything. I feel that is cooperation. But there are so many people who are living in the camp. They have done all those things, but still the police say you have not cooperated. Then I need maybe one day we should have an interview with a policeman. Mm. <laughs> then we can ask them what is cooperation. What is cooperation? Yeah. Because they don't say like specifically what they is it that they want. Specifically what they want. Yeah. If you have took me to your, uh, my embassy and my embassy denied me to give me do- traveling documents, is it my fault? It's not my fault. You have took me there, I've accepted. I want to go. And when I go with you, then you come back and you say, no, she has not yet cooperated. She's not full cooperating. Then can they explain to us what is cooperation? Uh, I would love to ask him how many people are living in this camp. I don't know exactly the number. Mm. Yes, but I think to say 700 or five, less than that. As accordingly, I know Armstrong. Mm. Uh, before it was like 600, 500, 400. And according to what I can see, I think like uh, 200 and something. They're in here now. No. Yes. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Shell's Mark, we are more than Armstrong. Sure? I think so. You've been, to Sh- You've been there before, Shell's Mark? I live there. Okay. In, in, in the camp? Yes. How? 
That's where I live. Okay. <laughs> so what do you think? Is, is that Shellsmark better than this place? Uh, I think Amstrop, you're, you're okay. Because you don't sign three times. Mm -hmm. you, you can go visit your friend. You can sleep outside. You, mm. you don't have to ask permission to go to sleep outside. But okay. which which is in Shellsmark, mm. you have to apply to sleep outside. They will give you two days on either they will deny you to go to sleep outside to, to your friend's house. Mm -hmm. So for you, you here in Amstrop, you have a chance. You mm. can go anytime you want. You sleep outside. Mm. You stay outside one week. Then you come back. Mm. But which is not in Shellsmark? And here you don't sign three times in the week. For us, we have to meet every three uh, every three times in the week to sign with the police. Mm. You go, they take your name. Yeah, she's still here to make sure that you're still in the system. Mm. But if I try to sleep outside as a person who lives in Shellsmark mm. without asking permission, then mm. they will take me out of the system. Mm. If they take me out of the system, they will call me to court as mm. a criminal person. Mm. And which you are not a criminal, you went to visit a friend. Shellsmark, we are having a lot of deportation, a lot of people. We are having more things going on in their life what is i mean what is the authority what is uh, who has the authority is that the the court or the police who decides who shall go home who shall stay in denmark oh, this is a big question <laughs> <laughs> for me on my opinion i think uh, immigration is not doing their job mm -hmm. as to protect people to mm. handle the cases for the people mm. and i think the people who are handling people that they should go it's the police it's the police mm. in denmark because immigration could see okay this person has stayed in the system for a long time why the police are not doing their job mm -hmm. when they ask the question to the police the police will say okay we are trying our best we are we will take her very soon. Then you find somebody who's staying in the camp mm. many years. Mm. You understand? Mm. So that means the, the immigration, they want to take, to continue with the rules. But the police, they still insist this person has not cooperated. No matter what you have done, cooperation yeah. with them. But still they say no. Mm. Then mm. the immigration have to keep you there. Okay. Because it's the police deciding, not mm. immigration. Okay. But in, in some level, I guess it's the migration service who decide. Because when your when your case is being treated, when you didn't get rejection yet, yeah, you and they're treated and they decide if uh, if you get asylum or not. That's the migration service who does yeah, that. And then service. after when you got your rejection, yeah. it's the police who yeah. is responsible for the deportation. Yeah. All those, what you said, it's true. But when we go on those things, it's uh, it looks like uh, if the immigration has to act, why this person, the police has been saying he's not cooperating. And yet they have took her in this, all these places and they have that proof. They have to act. Then that's where immigration have to stand up and say, no, enough is enough to do their job it's like immigration leave their job to the police and the police leave the, <laughs> their job to immigration so they are not doing uh, their equal things what they yeah, are supposed to yeah. do but i mean they also want the same thing so in in the end they're just praying life of people like a table tennis yeah it's like hitting somebody on the wall <laughs> you know uh th th there is a case here uh a, a, a woman from Kenya, she had been living here for almost, with the Red Cross, for 10 years. 
leaving Red Cross and she had, I mean, she was psychologically affected. Before she was in jail, then she was released from jail, then she found herself here in a camp. You know, she, she used to, she had been undergoing medical treatment all her life here mm. under Red Cross. Mm. And few few months, I think, two months, two months ago, she was deported back to Kenya. Really? Okay. Yeah, back to Kenya. And I used to talk to her and say, Julia. I think I know her. You know the lady? Yes. Say, Julia, so what do you think is going to happen in your country? Why have you decided to go? I say, Emmanuel did not decide to go there. They decided, they, they just decided to deport me, but it is not me. Of course, I agree because I did not want to be taken to Shellsmark mm. because the place I know is dangerous. Mm. So that's why I, I said, okay, deport me back to Kenya. But it was not, it was against my decision. And you know what is going to happen to me there? I'm going to die. Yeah, because no medication. Yes, that's what she said. I'm going to die. That's what she said. Mm. Yeah. Did you hear from her? After? No, no, I don't have no any communication. But I talked to, uh, I, I talked to, uh, you know what they told her? Mm -hmm. They said, okay, we, what we are going to do, she was escorted by two police, mm. two police up to Nairobi. And they told her that we will represent you to an organization called Caritas. No, Caritas or... IOM. There is Caritas and what? IOM. IOM? Mm -hmm. Yes. That organization will be helping you, giving you some food, stuff if you want, if uh, med med medicines and everything that you want. And also they say normally you get a bit of money when yeah. you go back. Yeah. They normally say you get a little bit of money to they return. <laughs> but, but she told me that they promised that they will give her some money when she got back home. And so, did you? but you didn't hear how it went? No, 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 no. Is, but is the deportations happen, happening here from Armstrong? Yes. They just come in the morning, early in the morning, and take you outside, back. The police? The police, yes. Do people know in advance? No, the, the people, they, when somebody is deported, you don't see. Because it is early in the morning. Like Julia, Ju I think, yes, early in the morning, yeah, yeah. Then it's just, come on, where's the guy? He's gone or she's gone, all right. Mm. But in case of Julia, she told me that tomorrow I'm going back home early in the morning. Ah, so she knew before? Yeah, she knew before, yeah. Okay. yeah. She knew they before. They will tell you that she's going, she's going because she signed with the police. When mm. you cooperate with the police, they will tell you, tomorrow we are coming. Mm. But if you don't cooperate with, with the police, they will come suddenly without knowing. Okay. Yeah. Mm. If you don't? Yes. Okay, so they come and take you by yes. force? By yes. surprise, yeah, by surprise. Ah, okay, and by force. It happened to you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it's about, you know, this is our home. But and I love to talk to different people. You know, I have been talking to almost to all the citizens here in the camp, all the people, because we talk to each other what is going on, even to this, with the staff. You see? But the thing is, most most people, most staff are working here with Red Cross, they don't love to discuss, they don't love to talk. Mm. When you ask them some questions, they say, Emmanuel, we don't need you here, get out. So it's like, it, as for me, it's like, uh, 
it's like if somebody doesn't want to talk to you or hates you, he can do anything. Mm. You see, he can even talk to the police and say, this man is a bad guy because he always asking questions. They yes, they do. This is my feelings, you know, because everyone here hates me because I love to talk to them asking questions. Mm. Yes. They will never give you anything. Any explanation? No explanation, yes. That is the problem. Mm. Yeah, and you should have the right to ask questions and like, at least know what is the situation like. Yeah, of course, because sometimes I talk to the job center, the guy from job center, he pushed me two times. Mm. Get out of my office. Why? Because he's, not, he's uncomfortable to what mm. I was trying to say. Because, for instance, here they say there is a school of journalism. They always, they have the poster, they post, that we teach journalism here. And when I go to ask the person who is responsible with that, he's a man from Afghanistan, he say, there is no such a thing here. Mm. If it is true that there is school of journalism mm. here, it means that person, Yusuf, is being paid for something which is not doing. Mm. So they get angry if you ask two critical questions. Yes, yes. Mm. Yeah. 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 Very angry. Mm. Seriously. What do you think about the staff here in Armstrong? Uh the, the staff I think uh no not not here as far as I know experience tells me that uh people most staffs they are too political. Mm. Yes. They don't work for the people but they are too political. It is not because they are paid money. No, too political. In what in what sense political? Uh, the stuff, they won't tell you what, what side of politics are there, mm -hmm. but when you talk to them, mm -hmm. it's like themselves. There are some people whom they want to stay in Denmark, and there are some people whom they don't want to stay in Denmark. Mm. Yes. Like they make their own judgment. They make their own judgment, but they won't tell you. Mm. Yeah. And that is for sure. You're okay. You can cook. I saw some people that they have small, small things there and nobody will come. Hey, um, the police come to knock your door. Why are you cooking? No, but before, b before when I came here, there had been lots of, I mean, cooking, I mean, in the kitchen, the cooking, if you want to cook something. Yeah. But they removed all the, the I mean, the cooking stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know why. When yeah. did that happen? Three months ago. And we are going on the floor number two. Kitchen, but not now. You can see, they fix it, everything. Before we have gas uh, and everything for cooking, mm. but they take it. Mm. Now it's like this. In this kitchen, we just, they took away where the people, they were cooking. In this kitchen, there is only the three table, and chairs and the piece of dustbin and uh, where they can wash their hands and dishes mm. and also two microwave. Mm. Nothing else is inside and most of the things, they took them out of the kitchen. Mm, so yeah. before? Before it was, uh, they could have like a cooker and uh, other stuffs, the fridge, they took them out. There's no fridge anymore. Mm. It's just empty. 
no coolscape, nothing. It's uh, really not good like before. I first wanted to ask you if you just want to introduce yourself. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, my name is Hossein and uh, I'm here from Amstrop. And I live in here almost two weeks. I'm up from uh, I, uh, I'm up from Holstebro. I got two times reject from the immigration and uh, from the court. One from the immigration and one from the court. And uh, I think we just get here, but you know, it's just situation is just a bit difficult here in Denmark. It's a bit difficult to to manage your life even. And we just eat and sleep. We ain't got no, nothing else. Um, how long have you been here in Denmark? In Denmark, I'm living here in Denmark almost four years now. I came on first 2016, and I'm to now. I'm I'm here. Actually, I moved from here uh, one time. I went German. I came back. Now the. German police uh, took me to prison. I've been in prison almost like one month. Like, and uh, I come out of prison, I come back to Denmark. So, did they, um, what happened in Germany? They sent you back from Germany? Yeah, German, German police sent me back to Denmark. And also, yeah, Denmark sent me back to where I came from. I'm Somali actually, and, uh, but. I was born in uh, Ethiopia. No. How, if you can describe the um, the normal days here in Arnstrup, how it is? Uh, actually, in Arnstrup, uh, my day in Arnstrup is just like no, wake up in the morning and having a breakfast, going back to room, staying on room till the lunch, come back to the lunch, eat lunch, then go back to room. Just, just like I don't feel like nothing here nothing just eat and sleep well I don't we don't have nothing all here but and how is it can you here in also do you have the possibility to cook in your for yourself and cook in your own room make your own food or how is it with the food so we're just here you know we don't cook here we they cook for us you know the the staff cook for us I think I don't know the food where where the food comes from, but I just eat. Are people here allowed to cook by them because we are also have been doing different things in Shellsmark if you know this place. And the other situation is that people are not allowed to cook. And how is that here? Uh, if people wanna cook for themselves uh, and have like different cooking equipment, are they allowed to have that? No, we're not allowed to cook. All by ourselves. No, no one. No one can cook by his, by on his room by his own like on his own. No one can cook on his room. We need to prepare and start life, fucking life here. No job, no nothing. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Life, you think you're happy here? <laughs> That's my brother was saying. Like you know, we actually no one ha- being happy here. No one being happy to stay here. Everyone get something you know on his mind. Everyone like like to do something like you know better on his life you know something better. What is your name? My name is Kofiolo. Where do you come from? In Ethiopia. Ethiopia. 
Ethiopia. Okay. How long have you been in Denmark? Three years. Three years ago. How many centers have you been in Denmark? Yeah, yeah the first one is uh, Freshhaven, mm-hmm. one year. The second one, the uh, Holostobro. Then after the third one, the Havan Stop. Can you please tell me what is the situation in Amstrop? Well, the situation is no good. No good. Just tired. My case is very important. So the Denmark is reject. Why not reject? You know my country. So the police every day, every week, they're just coming, just, you know, touch in the torture. The Denmark government is no good. And do you have police here in Armstrong? Yeah, police every day, every week. Uh, next, I have a paper, police is coming. I would love to ask you some few questions and you tell us about yourself. My name is Aziz. I live in Central Armstrong. So many problems. Then we don't know what we will do. We don't know what will we see in future. I don't know yes. if uh, here they help us. I want to know what happened. And where do you come from? Iraq. Yeah. Uh, I just spoke with you outside uh, there, and you told me that uh, they are planning to take you guys to Kasego. Can you tell us about that more? Not they ticked me, but uh, yesterday they sent uh, a lot of message mm. for the people. Maybe they take a lot of them to Ka- Kaisalbo. I don't know if they take these people, maybe tomorrow they take us also. Mm. The police came here yesterday, maybe three person. They look for all the people, they go to room. Then they ask where these people, they must meet. Then after meet, maybe they go to Castle Go. Yeah. After one week, maybe they go. Yeah. If we will, we will ask, they don't answer. Because all this problem, the police said, and they do. We don't know. We can no, don't do it anything. Yeah. Do you get pocket money here? Yeah. How much do you get? Four hundred. Uh, two weeks. Yeah. Then, if we not going to practice or school, they say not. You cannot get this money. Do you have some people here who don't get even pocket money? They don't get even one krona. A lot of people. Not one, two, a lot of. Do you have like a, a, a psychologic doctors who are living here in Amstrop to talk with you people in Amstrop? I don't think so. I don't see. Have you heard about Shelsmark and um, how people they live there in Shelsmark? Here is better if they take family or single people, Castle Go or Shellsmark, they say there is not good. I have another thing. 
my son is get positive and I don't know why they don't give it to me the positive huh? I want to know what they happen and what they do about me and my son and sorry wh where is your son at this very moment now he's in kindergarten okay yeah. and where is the mother of the child we don't live together she made it now Here and look, look out here. Outside. Before I came here, mm. I see a lot of people, mm. but now mm. I see the people go, don't be, and I don't know what happened. So many people, they go. Mm. They disappear. Yeah. They go French, Germany, yeah. something mm. like, like this country. So, um, first I would hear if you would like to tell a little bit about yourself. I'm Pavis Atmani. I'm Kolda. I'm from Iran. Ja, jeg er i næste, næste fire år, jeg bor i Danmark. Alle hver dag, når omgående vi vågner, vi skal vi have, vi alle personer, vi bor her, folk, vi skal have stress, bank, vi mange, nu det er rigtig, i det jeg er rigtig bange på pols, politiet. Fordi det skal sende mig til Kasselgård. Jeg var i 2008, Irans politi fangede mig. Det var jeg har næsten fire år, jeg var i fængsel. Derfor jeg bange, rigtig meget bange for Kasselgård. Så jeg skal igen til fængsel. Kasselgård er i fængsel. Nu er Danmark, siger nej, det er ikke en asylstand eller en anden centrum, men nej, det er en fængsel. Vi har problemer, vi kommer til Danmark. Hvorfor skal vi altid banke for politi, banke for, hvornår skal jeg komme på os, hvornår skal de igen sende mig til en anden by, din, din by, sende til en anden by. Vi er for den. Også vi er mennesker, også vi har hjerter. Jeg har en søn, han næste skal han otte år gammel, okay? Det var syv, øh, syv år og øh, otte måneder, jeg har ikke set ham. Hvorfor? Kun jeg skal komme til Europa? Kun jeg tælle ham i telefon? Han bor sammen med min far og min mor. Eh, han bor sammen med min mor og far i Iran. Og så altid jeg tænker, nogen han, han vil, han minst sagt til mig, han siger, nej far, du siger løb til mig, du vil ikke, jeg kommer til dig. Han, han forstår ikke, hvad sker her. De alle mennesker, alle folk går til immigration, de, til uh, domstolen. De siger nej, jeg sagt løb. I snakker falsk. Jeg giver dem mange papirer, jeg giver alle til dem, de siger nej, det er falsk. Hvorfor? Fordi i immigration, de ikke sitter i, hvordan jeg skal sige, de mange, mange har i immigration, de er racist. Selvfølgelig de er racist, de kan ikke sige nej. De aldrig kan tænke på her eller på hjertet. De siger nej, kun han skal, eller hun skal væk fra mit land. Det her, du siger, vi, nogle gange vi kan regne. 
Men vi hvorfor skal vi grønne? Vi ikke grønne, og vi skal være færdige. Det er rigtig færdige. Du kigger på min hund. Du ryster. Ja. Hvorfor? Mange gange jeg har jeg sagt til mig, fuck mig, Pavis, hvorfor jeg kommer til Danmark? Hvorfor? Det er rigtig ved træt. Nu her jeg gået til Polundi, til interview, okay? De mange mine venner, de sagde til mig, Sipan, Polundi, snakker rigtig dårligt. Ja, du skal gå, han siger nogle gange, som papir falder på en ansigtet. Du skal underskrive og gå til sin hjemland. Hvordan Danmark er en demokratiland? Hvem siger Danmark er en demokratiland? Hvem siger? De kun siger, at vi er en demokratiland. Nej, Danmark er ikke et demokratiland. Mit byen, mit hjem, mit, mit byen er rigtig små, rigtig dejlig by. Vi har mange ting. Jeg ikke kommer ikke til Danmark for eller penge. Eller, det er rigtigt, vi har rigtig god livet. Men jeg er en korder. Jeg har problemer. Er der nogen særlig grund til at blive sendt til Kærsødgård eller Sjælsmæk? I går de kommer. De kommer på lutte her. De skal 20 om 20 personer. De skal til Kærsødgård. Alt til Omonia skal de komme på lutte. Banker døren. Stille og roligt. Nu kan jeg sige til dem. Stille og roligt. Men hvis nu man, hvis nu man øh, oplever at få et papir, som man ikke rigtig ved, hvad er, eller sådan er i tvivl om, hvad der står, eller i tvivl om informationerne, kan man så godt gå ind i kontoret og spørge om hjælp til, at, at de forklarer situationen? <laughs> hvis jeg går til Info de hjælper. Det er aldrig hjælp. Her er Danmark. Det er aldrig hjælp. Når du går til det, det siger, det vil jeg ikke. De forstår politik, de forstår emigration. Ja, vi kommer var i 2015, vi nu kommer til Danmark. Jeg kender to, tre, også de fra Iran. Og det er rigtig god person. Det er rigtig her, Jan. Det er okay, han ikke er en... Men nu, du snakker min hand for to minutter, du snakker min hand. Han slår på dig, han, han vil slå dig, han, vil, han siger nej, du skal ikke snakke om mig, du skal væk fra mig. Hvorfor? Fordi de som øh, skylde eller crazy. Også mig. Nogle gange min familie, de var over 30. Jeg har kender her nogen, de bor her over 30 år. De siger, hvorfor siger de, du skal sove. Nogle gange vi kan vil snakke med dig. Jeg siger, de ikke er mig. Fordi vi træder for kamp, asylstand, centrum. Og jeg siger til dem, også jeg vil som jeg. Også livet. Også jeg skal gå arbejde, jeg skal også have en livet. Jeg spørger en dansker. Dansker kan om to uger livet med 400. Vil jeg svært til os, okay? Vi skal altid vente, at nogen giver os penge. I mit hjemland aldrig jeg venter på, at en anden skal give mig tøj eller penge. Eller det vil jeg ikke vel, vel, okay? Fordi jeg har, jeg, jeg har arbejdet, jeg har gået mange ting, okay? Vi kun siger, at jeg skal stoppe Sjællesmæk og Kallesko. Kassego. Yeah, maybe just the last thing to ask is what you, what you hope will happen in the future if you have some hopes. I, I, I believe my hope, my, my future is bright. 
because I'm so very much, yeah, so very much optimistic. Mm -hmm. Yes, my future is bright. Yeah. yeah. I love your spirit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's bright. You have a yeah. very of the good spirit. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. You true. Still how many years Life you live in Denmark? Almost three years now. You still have energy. Yeah. Come to ten years. <laughs> <laughs> then you will be cast up. God well. Okay, no. but thank you very much mm. for the talk. Oh, really thank, <laughs> thank you and God bless. You too. Mm. And thank you for talking with us. Thank you. The Bridge Radio. Radio Radio. 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 Radio.